awesome to have Owen on the drums right there. This has been an incredible service so far. Man. You know, my name is Danny Garner, and our dear brother Jesse Lane are excited to preach the word this morning. Talking about walking in the Spirit of God. Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 7. In Mark chapter 7. Hasn't today been awesome? Didn't Owen and Sierra do an amazing job of sharing communion and contribution? You guys fired up for campus Sunday? Look at this. Look at this in verse 37. With amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Open. Oh, you know, Jesus was the greatest example of excellence. Jesus did everything well. I mean, it takes a lot of preparation to make something excellent. Yeah. I mean, as a campus ministry, two weeks ago, we announced we're going to have a barbecue. And we started to prepare. We started to say, okay, we're going to share our faith with 20 people a day over the course of the first week, a.k.a. you dumb students, amen? And then 20 people a day over the course of the next week, a.k.a. shoreline students, amen? And what we did was we said, okay, we're going to follow up with all of those people, over 20, over 2,000 people. And we're going to make some flyers, amen, Courtney Smith. We're going to fast from set up all the way to the barbecue. And we're going to see God move. I mean, preparation. It took so many great measures to see a great result. We had the music inside, music outside. We had the food. We had the plates. We had a plan A, B, and C. And what was incredible is new games were bought, all the activities were set and sown, and God worked as we only stuck with plan A. Amen. You know, the barbecue was done excellently. It was done in an incredible way, but it took a lot of preparation. A new event that's coming up is Woman's Day. to prepare for it. We know that God is going to move. I mean, we got Aaron Pompey all over the ushers, amen. We got Gina, we got Sierra, we got all these girls working with the decorations, amen. We got the speakers like Deanne, Shaoshi, Naila, and even Emma Kazi. amazing woman's day next Saturday. I want to see you there, amen. But that's our next event to make Excellent. Come on, Danny. Now, what's incredible is Jesus made every single day of his life excellent. True. And for us, I want to admonish us here. Let's focus on excellence in our following to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Check this out in verse 1. During those days, another large crowd gathered. Since they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way because some of them have come a long distance. You see, Jesus right here has compassion on these people. Now, he felt sorry because they were were struggling because they hadn't eaten in three days. 
This right here is what we call a forced fast. Amen. <laughs> and, and I know us campus ministers, we, we, we know what it means to fast. Amen. Yeah, sure do. And, and right here, these guys, they, they didn't have any options. But what's incredible is they, they didn't eat anything for three days. And, and this force on loving Lord Jesus to have compassion on them. Yeah. And his compassion led him to drop everything so they can have food. You see, fasting moves hearts. Yeah. But most importantly, fasting moves God's hearts. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like it because this same Jesus is the same God we have, amen? Which is the same Holy Spirit you have today, amen? So God is able to remove by our fasting. You know, as a campus ministry, we got together and we said, amen, we're, we're going to fast this Friday. And it was the sun up, so 6 a.m. all the way to the barbecue. And I remember sending those texts like, hey, how you guys doing? And I, I, I remember texting Elijah like, hey, sis, how you doing? Bro? I'm fired up. It's going to be a great victory. Oh, and I also remember texting Courtney Smith. She's like, bro, I am struggling. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to send a scripture just to encourage everybody. Yeah. Because I know I'm not the only one struggling. And what was incredible was, like, like Jesus, we know God's heart was moved. Yeah. Because 24 disciples had 27 deaths That's all the one for one yes. You see, when we get unified, brothers and sisters, when we work hard yeah. together, when we move God through prayer and through fasting, we can know that it's going to be a great on, miracle. Yeah. You see, God is incredible. But the disciples right here didn't have the same heart of Jesus. Check this out in verse 4. His disciples answered, But where in this remote place can anyone get enough precious season? <laughs> How many loaves do you have? Jesus replied, Seven. They asked. They answered. This is incredible here. They, they had some doubts, right? And, and maybe that was you about this fast. You know, I, I don't know if that's right. I mean... I can eat my breakfast. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, I mean, not, no food for all day. Is that even biblical? <laughs> but right here, Jesus helps them understand. It's not about what you don't have. It's about what you do have. Yeah. And, and when we have doubts, we've got to understand this. We've got to believe that God has given you victories in your past, and he can give you victories today. Yeah, amen. Yeah. You see your past trials? Our testimonies for current trials. Your past trials, your past triumphs are testimonies for your current trials. You see, Jesus right here says, okay, you got seven loaves of bread. Let me show you a miracle. He sits everyone down. He prays and gives thanks to God and has the disciples distribute the bread. Then everyone eats. It was about 4,000, amen. And there's still seven pieces of bread left over. And what's incredible is here, we see the miracle of God. Jump to verse 27. Okay. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages and around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, who do people say I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But who do you say? I am. Peter replies, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. 
This is incredible. Jesus has a little small talk with his disciples right here. And, and, and he's talking to them. He's like, what are people talking about me? What, what do they say? Who do they say I am? And what's incredible is they say you're one of the prophets. The Muslims still believe that. Today. But Peter speaks and Peter says, listen, listen, Jesus, you are the son of the living God. And as it says in Mark, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, a little answer, Jesus replied, you are blessed, son and son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Dang. You see, right here, God speaks through Peter. Yeah. God himself. And as he speaks through a human being, we ought to ask ourselves, how is that even possible? How does God speak through man? There's only one way, and that's through his spirit. Yes. Yes. The title of the lesson this morning is Walk in the Spirit. Okay. Point number one, dominate the flesh by constant spiritual use. Okay. You know, I got a sermon to preach today. To preach the word. And I know Jesse is ready to preach the word, and I'm hoping you're ready to hear the word of God today. It says in verse 31, the men began to preach to them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed. And after three days, rise again. He spoke plainly about this. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But Jesus turns, looks at his disciples, and he rebukes Peter. Get behind me, Satan! You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Wow. Right here, we got to learn something. This same Peter was filled with God just moments before this. Jesus encourages him, lifts him up. Like, dude, dude, that was not from you. That was from God. God just spoke through you. And then moments later, that same man is now filled with Satan. And now Satan is speaking through him. You know, he had the audacity to rebuke Jesus. <laughs> the audacity. The king eternal, the righteous one, the excellent one. God himself. Right here. We gotta understand sometimes we do the darndest things as disciples. Yeah, that's true. We do things that we have no business doing. One moment we can have a spiritual high, a mountaintop experience. And then the next moment, two minutes later, we in some sin. Right? We gotta learn from Peter, right? We gotta learn from his example. See, we gotta walk with Jesus. You guys with me here? And what's incredible is Jesus gives a little admonishment here. He says, listen, Peter, not having a quiet time is not an excuse to not walk with God. Check this out in verse 34. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world? Yet forfeit his soul. Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me 
and my words to this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man, will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the Father and the holy angels and the church said, Amen. This is incredible. You see, Jesus admonishes them. He says, listen, guys, it's not about the strength of your quiet time. It's not about that. It's about if you want to follow me, you better follow me. That takes self-denial. You've got to be willing to deny yourself, brothers and sisters. And take up your cross every single day. See, we've got to dominate the flesh by constant spiritual use. See, this generation is dominated by lust. Dominated by porn. Dominated by fitting in. Impaired. Going with the flow. People pleasing. Laziness. Greed. Selfishness. Independence and loneliness. Spiritual ascetic. Apathy. And the list goes on and on and on. So we gotta have a Colossians 3 2 heart. When we set our hearts and our minds on things above. We've got to have the heart to have a spiritual mindset, not a worldly mindset. As as in Acts 20, verse 31, Paul had this heart. And he says, so be on your guard, brothers and sisters. Remember that for three years, I never stopped pleading with you, day and night, with tears. That's the heart of all. This is a serious issue. This is a salvation issue. If you live like this generation, obey, things won't be good. Brothers and sisters, we've got to coin the phrase, you better matter. You better matter. You better transform. Don't conform to the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Galatians 5 verse 22 says, the spirit on the other hand brings a harvest of love of joy, of peace, patience towards others, kindness, and benevolence. The CEV says, God's Spirit makes us loving, happy, peaceful, patient, kind, good, and faithful. Living by the Spirit is walking with God. How is your walk going? How is your walk going? Are you like the generation? Or are you like Jesus? You see, Jesus had a standard. And this is for some people? No. There's 34, he says, this is for anyone. Anybody. That's that's everyone in the audience. Everyone online. Everyone then and everyone now and everyone tomorrow. Come on. Brothers and sisters, let's have a heart to follow Jesus and to learn from him. Yeah. We can't be ashamed of Jesus. Right? right. We can't be ashamed of Jesus. Name somebody who was more excellent than Christ. <laughs> Name somebody who, who had more friends than Jesus. Okay. Name somebody who was more loving than Jesus. Name you, you, you can't. You see, we can't be ashamed of them in our evangelism. Yeah. Talk about Jesus. <laughs> talk about the gospel. You guys live here and yeah. Yeah. talk about yeah. it, amen? It's called the good news for crying out loud, right? <laughs> you know, one day he's going to return and deal with you the same way you dealt with him. Yes. Oh. That's what he says. 
That's exactly what he says. If you're ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed of you when I come in the Father glory, with the word of the Father and the holy angels. Yeah. See, maybe, maybe you're visiting for the first time. And, and, and you're hearing all these, these, these messianic principles of Jesus. And, and you're, you're questioning what it means to be a disciple. Mm. What it means to be a Christian. I want to encourage you. Study the Bible. Come on, yeah. come on. Study the Bible. Learn the true gospel. Yes. Not just that Jesus is your Messiah, but Jesus is both Lord and Christ. Yes. That, that we've got to allow him to be our follow, uh, that we follow him and we follow his leadership. Amen? Yes. We've got to be willing to follow Jesus. You know, yesterday, we were tagging downtown. And, and, and I, got, I got some texts. won't say any names. And, and I got some texts as it's raining here in Seattle. And I started getting the texts, and they're like, hey, bro, it, it's raining. I, I, I don't know if we should go fundraise out there. I, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I got so many texts, I'm, I'm starting to question it myself. you got to get over it. And, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to text Joel. I, I, I see what Joel thinks. And, and as I'm texting it, I'm realizing I gotta repent in my faith. <laughs> and, and, and sadly, I hit send before I, before I actually decided to repent. And, and, and as, as I'm writing it, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm just gonna inspire the whole group here. Let me send a scripture. Well, let me pump some faith in everybody. And, and, and we decided, okay, it's, it's about three o'clock. We're gonna go out of town, and we're gonna go and meet people, and we're gonna go fundraise for our brothers and sisters who don't have any money. Amen. And we're down there, and it's incredible because the first hour it was it was rough. Oh. It was rough. It's raining, and it's like you know it's that rain. It's just like in your face, you know what I'm saying? And, and you start to push it. Here. I mean, there was a sister who's like, God, hear our prayer. We could be outside, we could be in the house with some coffee and a blanket, God. We're here because we love you. We split up into, into, three, into groups of three, like, and we're outside, and everyone gets a turn to phrase. All right, it's your turn now. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's my turn. We're all going to pray. And it's incredible because. In that time, we got Jesse, who's an animal, who's out there by himself, just going from person to person. And it was incredible because us 12 disciples, in less than two hours, we're praying for God to give us $250. That's our prayer. And it's about 4.48 p.m. We're going to end at 5. And Ingrid, Anthony, and Tamara had met this guy, and they talked to him for about 10 minutes. And eventually... They, they, the same guy comes over to our group. And, and I'm busy. I'm on the other side. Like, hey, guys, the Mercy Worldwide, da, 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 fundraising, right? And I see this guy who's just been there for like 10 minutes. And he's just talking. And he pulls out a wad of just $20. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm just like, oh, baby. This is this. have a quiet prayer with myself. I think Delaney heard me. I'm like, God, please let me want this way done. <laughs> and, 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 and Courtney Smith had the boldness oh, to look him in the eye and challenge him to give some money. And it was powerful as this guy opens up that wallet, takes the money out, and drops up hundred and twenty-one dollars in the pocket. Us, us twelve disciples tagging in the rain in Seattle. 
in less than two hours raised over three hundred and twenty dollars for the glory of God. When you dominate the flesh by constant spiritual use, God can use you. Amen. amen. You see, there's nothing that's impossible for a disciple of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, amen. It's great to have an armor bearer like Jonathan. Come on, Jonathan. Spirit this morning, amen? Yes. Let's walk in the Spirit not just today, but tomorrow. But not tomorrow, the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And to God be all the glory. Woo!